Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of the Average Joe Podcast. My name is Troy Jackson here. I have another guest on the show with us today. My good friend Xavier. Xavier, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. How's it going, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm, uh, I definitely want. I definitely wanted to get you on the show because of uh, what we're about to talk today. You have experience in that. We're talking about the provider. Um, before we even get started, uh, me and Zay used to work together. Converge is always clowning around, fooling around, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they used to make fun of me, man. But he's good people, man. So I definitely want. Well, I'm definitely glad you get on the show, man. I'm definitely. I'm definitely appreciative that you're here. That you're here doing this for me, man. Nah, man. I wouldn't. Have, you know, I wouldn't have passed up the opportunity. You're a good person. You're good people. You know what I'm saying. And, I like what you're doing with your podcast. All right. Okay. So today, folks, you're going to talk about the provider. This is going to be a two-part series, but I wanted to get a man's perspective first before I got a woman's perspective on this. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, definition of a provider. That's a person or a thing that provides, a person who supports a family, or another person. So let's get into it. Let me ask you, Xavier, let's start off with this. Should a man provide? Yeah, man. I mean... It it honestly depends on the man on what you providing on. Like you said, it's it's all about what's important to that man. You know what I'm saying? Is he, is he providing for himself, or is he providing for his family? Is he providing for someone else? Like it's really just what's important to him. I feel you. I uh, I I'm with you when you're right. Uh, for the most part, I feel like there is different stages. Like I do feel like if you're in a relationship but y'all not living together, that's a little bit of a different uh, situation as opposed to if you're living together. Because then you know bills got to be split differently. We'll talk about that later and everything like that. But I do feel like in some cases where females be like, oh, they they putting out, they expect you to provide. But that's that's where the gray area lies <laughs> to me because of the simple fact that. I mean, yeah, you putting out, but I'm also putting out as well. So that'll mean, like, if we ain't together, then that's not going to happen. Like, I'll make sure you straight, but to provide for you, that's that's a completely different situation. I don't, I don't know about all that right there. Well, I mean, like, when you think about it, like, a provider can have, like, many facets. You, you know right. what I'm saying? So, like, you don't always just have to provide for your girl, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like as a man... When we're thinking about a provider, you need to first be able to provide for yourself. I agree with you on that. And if you can't provide for yourself, then he ain't really being a man. You're right. But see, also, piggybacking off of that, I do feel like at times that's where females kind of get it twisted. Because they feel like because you're a man, because you have little, little things going for yourself, they just assume that you provide for yourself. When in when all actuality, that ain't really the case. So yeah. then when they be like, oh, you know what I'm saying, I can't really provide for you. Then they'd be like, oh, well, you this, you that. But in all actuality, we still trying to get ourselves right so we can provide for you. I mean, it's tough, man. It's I go through it myself. It's like trying to be a man and trying to figure out how to be a man. But then at the same time, you got a girl who, like, sometimes they don't realize they put pressure on you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not necessary. So I, I totally get where you're coming from with that. No, I agree with you. All right. So let's let's talk about this. Should the man always make more than a woman? Should the man always be the breadwinner, in your opinion? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> if there's some women out there that want to take care of me, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't really think so. I think I think now with I think it's cool because as time progresses, like we will always see different things in society. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we'll always see like different standards for how people feel different beliefs for how people feel like it's just going to constantly progress so i feel like in 2019 
it's fair ground. You know, it's equal. Mm-hmm. Now, if we talking about in 1930, yeah, you're going to say, hey, as a man, I need to make more than my wife. Yeah. So it's, it's always going to progress. I feel like um, it was... I feel like sometimes when it comes to providing, like, women feel like, oh, the man needs to provide for me, I need to stay at home. But people got to remember, that was a different time back in the day where mm-hmm. everything was more affordable. Nowadays, we're living in a, in a generation where everything's expensive. Like, back in the day, you could go to school for, like, what, 13000 Maybe <laughs> less than that and call it a day I here. Wish, man. That's not even That's not even doing anything in this generation. So I feel like, um, I feel like with it, with it being a different with it being a different generation, different type of environment than what it used to be, um, it doesn't necessarily where the man has to make more than a woman as long as they have the understanding, as long as she's not trying to make him feel less than a man because she makes more than him. Because, I mean, you can still make more than me, and I can still pay all most of the bills, and you just handle everything else. So it just really depends on, in my opinion, the couple and how they perceive in their particular relationship. But, I mean, if, if my girl will make more than me, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't got no problem with you making more than me as long as you don't try to make me demean me for it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can't sit there and be like, oh, well, I make more than you, so I'm running the household when all actuality is my money that's paying the bills. I'm, for the most part, you keeping your money. So it, it just really all depends. I was talking to some people at, at my job about this, and um, she was saying that she does at least 50-50. I, I, I believe at least 60-40. Mm. That's how I operate. Like, I want at least 60-40 from you. That we can operate because I feel like if we doing anything more than that, and you bringing home most of the bread, if, like if you bringing home most of the bread, and I'm I'm paying most of the bills, and then I see you just spending your money frivolously, like <laughs> we gonna have a problem. I'm yeah. gonna be like I'm working hard to get my money, and you out here just spending your you money how you want to spend you it. Like yeah, life. like how was how was that how was that working? How is that gonna happen? Like I'm not I'm not gonna be too happy about that. No, so I'm spending my heart on money to make sure you straight. And you just out here doing whatever you want to do with your money. So, like I said, it depends on a couple. Um, yeah. But I feel like most women know if they make more than the man, they'll still let him be a man and still let him provide to a certain extent. Like, like I said, like the older I get, the more females I run into where they understand that it's going to take more than one income to survive out here. Yeah. I mean, that's real. No, that's real. <laughs> it is what it is. Rent is almost rent. So nowadays, rent is like. Uh, we just the the about price of 14, a mortgage, 13, man. Like you know what I'm saying, like for real, like moment. it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I feel like nowadays, the some, not all of them, some of them, the mature ones are more understanding of that. But so, you know, but you know something, and not to cut you off, but you brought up a really good point as far as like that respect factor. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think that in like our in the in our generation today, like that respect factor is not there a lot of times. Why? Why, why do you think it's not there? Because, like, I feel like women, women first off, don't respect themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they expect men to respect them mm-hmm. for something that they don't bring to the table. So, so me clarifying that, right? So, if you're talking about you got a female, you know, and how do females talk to each other nowadays? Like, Girl, bitch, please. Yeah, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in order for me to respect you as a woman... You have to carry yourself a certain type of way. I understand that. So, when we're talking about you respecting me and me respecting you, I think it first starts with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because it doesn't matter if I'm making 50K, if I'm making 60K, and you making 100K. If you don't respect yourself, of course you're not going to respect me. Mm-hmm. I think price factors into it when you have a woman who has that kind of money and she has that ability, but because she doesn't respect herself, 
she then feels like, oh, well, if I talk to myself like this and people talk to me like this, mm-hmm. who are you to tell me this if you're not making this level of money? Who are you to tell mm-hmm. me this if you're not at the adequate status? Like, because you got to think, man, like, what's, like, we live a glorified lifestyle nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I was telling somebody, I feel like us as a black people, like, our culture and the direction that we're going, we still trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, we came to America how many years How many years ago? You right. It's relevant still, mm-hmm. right? But people try to make it not relevant. Mm-hmm. They try to make it like it was insufficient. But yet in schools, they teach you about, you know, we, we, we celebrate Independence Day. We celebrate the, the Civil War. We celebrate the American Revolution, right? But we have a month. Just one month. I want you to think. <laughs> I don't, like, And this, this is what I'm saying. Like, I want people to really think about this. Like, we have one month out of a year. Where we can, where they celebrate Black History, and it's the shortest month of the year. But every day, we are reminded that we are proud to be Americans. Mm-hmm. People are chastised for cele- for for kneeling on a flag. No, you're right. But now we have a Black people who were brought to America once again. I, for for any of my Latino people out there, any of my like Hispanic people, I don't know what y'all want to be called, but you know, for any <laughs> of y'all out there, I just the reason why I'm saying this is because. Us as a black people, we don't know the direction that we're going. And I feel like when we're talking about respect and a man respecting a woman, that factors into it. Mm-hmm. It goes hand in hand. I feel you on that. I also feel like it was depending on how they were raised. Because I know some females to where, like, when they had got a boyfriend, their dad was like, okay, it's his job now. Like, if she ain't got her nails done, she asked her dad, and then he was like, well, why did you ask your boyfriend to get That's your nails done at an early age? So now true. they're in this mindset of, well, my dad said you had to do it. So, you know, now you got to provide. You got to step your game up. Like, you know, maybe I don't want to go to Fridays. Maybe I want to go to Texas Roadhouse. And they just feel like, you know, because they were brought up in that environment, that's how their boyfriend has to be when necess- that's not necessarily true. Because some men weren't raised that way. Some yeah. men be like, well, you know, I see my parents go 50-50 or 60-40, so that's how I was raised. And I feel like you being raised has a big influence on how you feel, who should be the breadwinner, and how much you feel a man or woman should provide. I agree. You, you put that, hey, I couldn't have said that better. <laughs> I agree. All right. When do you feel like a man should provide? That's a good question. I mean, are we talking about in terms of like a relationship or are we talking about in terms of like what what are the terms behind that? I'm 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 gonna say relationship wise. Okay, relationship wise. So is this my girlfriend, this my friend? Because they gonna be all different scenarios. We'll go with we'll go with your girlfriend first. Okay. So if it's my girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as a man, if this is somebody that you just decided to get with, and like most people don't realize, like yo, once you make a commitment to say, like yo, this is my girlfriend, you're saying like I'm making those steps towards a marriage. Correct. Whether or not there's a time frame on that marriage, but you're saying that this is the person that you feel like you could be married to. Mm-hmm. So regardless if y'all been dating for a month, a year, two years, a couple of days, whenever she's in a time of need, you need to be there for her. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I don't think there's really a time limit. I feel like <clears throat> it's just understanding where those terms are. Mm-hmm. Because I could say I'm talking to somebody. We just talking. We cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't mean that we're going together. It just means that I'm getting to know you. Correct. That's that courting period. Or I could say, hey, yo, this is my girl. Like, 
I'm making those steps to marrying her. I'm making those steps to seeing what happens next. And now it's a whole different obligation. So I think I think there is no time limit. It's just when it when it's time, it's time. You know. I feel you on that. Um, I'm with you when you're right. I do feel like um, I don't want to say there's necessarily a time limit, but I do feel like if your girl's in need, you know, what I'm saying she be able to help her out, and she it should be vice versa. But I feel like when it comes to like particularly paying bills, I'm just a little different. I'm not really paying none of your bills or anything like that until we actually get to that move-in stage. Mm. When we get into that move-in stage, then, you know, we can have a serious conversation of, okay, because when you're moving in, you pretty much, you're seeing the person all the time. I'm not saying y'all won because y'all not, like, official. Y'all not married, but y'all working towards those steps. So, I mean, think think about it like this, though, right? Say you with your girl, man, and, like, she holding it down. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all don't live together, but she holding it down. Mm-hmm. And she don't have her life. She don't have money for her light bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I'll do that. Okay. I'll, I'll do a little stuff like that. But so, I'm talking about, like, officially, like, if we officially move in, right? And, like, you know, you obviously, you know, we got to figure out how we're going to pay the rent. If we going, if the light bill is going to be split down the middle. If the water bill is going to be split down the middle. Like, I'm saying, how are we going to play the cable? Stuff like that. I got you. No, so that, that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, for me personally, I'm a 50-50 kind of dude myself. So, um, I believe in... What we do is we, we, we take half of our income and we put it together okay. and it makes 100. All right. That's how I look at it. All right. I like that. So when when I'm talking to my girl about certain situations, I'm just looking looking at it holistically. Like, okay, holistically, if I was to pay majority of this money, right, are you responsible enough to be able to take care of the needs that I have? Because when I put it in perspective of, okay, I'm going to need gas for the next couple of weeks until mm-hmm. I get paid again. I'm also gonna need to make sure we got food in this house. Mm-hmm. I'm also I like do I like to do things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't even gonna cap, man. I like going places. I like going to the movies. I like mm-hmm. I like seeing stuff. So like if you're telling me that you're responsible enough to take care of your needs and my needs, and we can split the money fifty fifty, I'll take care of all the bills. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't responsible, responsible enough, enough to take care of that, what we talking about? So take half of your income, I'm gonna take half of my income, we're gonna put it together and then whatever else you got left over, which should be that other fifty percent, mm-hmm. you do with what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I do like it, that bring up a good point. Because it really depends on if she's responsible enough. That's, I do feel like point. a lot of the females want They want their cake and they it, yes, cream. exactly. They want to sit there fine. and be like, yo, like I need you to take care of this and then they wanna be able to go shop, do whatever they want. And not have no no back talking, no complaining about it. But now, actually, if I'm paying all the bills, and you just doing whatever you want with your money, and I'm I'm up here sitting there going like, hold up. So we we put half our incomes together, and I'm using the other half to save and using the other half to spend, so that when we get in a situation, I have money. It ain't right. It ain't right on mine because I want to spend too. Exactly. I want to spend too. You got like I said, man. Like even though that is my girl. I'm taking steps to get married. Exactly. That's the first thing. Exactly. This is the first step for us to get married. There's no timetable on when we get married. You're just someone I'm considering. Now, at the same time, just because I'm with you, we ain't made that bond yet. Mm-hmm. Right? So Correct. once we get married, we made that bond. So at that point, I'm selfless. I mm-hmm. can't think of myself. Exactly. Right now, we still bonding. So I still have part of self. You right. You see what I'm <laughs> this saying? man like, dropping gems, y'all. Like he I dropping still, gems. Like there's still part of myself that I still have because I'm not fully bonded with you. Mm-hmm. Like in the Bible, it says we have to be equally yoked. Exactly, amen. You know what I'm saying? So when you're equally yoked, that means me and you are together. 
what is me, my flesh, and my flesh is your flesh, mm-hmm. vice versa, right? Nah, that ain't happening right <laughs> now. So right now, I still got a lot of myself that I, I got to take care of too, just like you got yourself. So if we put a little bit of this together, that shows me that we're working towards that. Now, if you're not willing to do that, that tells me a lot about you as a woman. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're right. When you put that all together and you really start thinking about stuff like that. Like, I think us as men, a lot of times, like I said, man, like, fellas, we get pressured and we get put into, like, situations without fully thinking about it. And it's because a lot of times us as a man, we we care about a woman so much, but at the same time, we forget to use our minds, the minds that God gave us. And the thing about it is... You can, if a woman truly loves you, she can respect where you're coming from. She mm-hmm. may not like it, but she's going to respect where she, where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Because eventually she's going to go back and think about it and be like, man, he right. She may never tell you, but she's going to be like, ah, dang. Mm-hmm. Bruh be right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, that's the thing about women and men. Like, if you're a strong man and you're a man that's confident in what you feel like and you always have a plan, your woman's going to always follow you. But if you ain't a strong man and you can't hold your own and you like all over the place, nah, that's when you gonna have conflict. You gonna, I'm with you, you, gonna when you are, it. man. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you when it's you gonna are. happen. That's real, cause like you can't if you can't rely on her to do the little things or to be manageable with her money before y'all even before y'all get married. What's the point of getting married? Cause ain't nothing gonna change the red flags are there. People are gonna be like one thing I realized from my I, I was in a previous relationship. One thing I realized, people are always going to be who they are. Mm-hmm. You can't change them. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that can change them is heartbreak, going through stuff. But that's not going to be you that's going to change them. Whoever's going to change them is going to be themselves if they want to change. But at the end of the day, at their core, that's who they are. No, nah, I'm with you. Yeah, I didn't I know you was this knowledgeable, man. Like, <laughs> you surprised me a little bit right here. Like, yo, I, I did not see this coming. <laughs> All right, so we touched on this a little bit. How should the bills be? How should the bills be split? Uh, ideally, I would like 50 50, but I can rock with 60 40. If we doing 70 30 80 20, I got, I, got, I got a serious problem with that just because of how I was raised and how I see my parents. Uh, do stuff like for example me and my girl now that's what we kind of disagree on because even though we don't live together and we still like new in our relationship or whatever i feel like i take her out more than she takes me out mm. and i feel like it's not reciprocated enough mm. like i'm saying like we i drive all the time because she she has sickle cell so she don't like driving like that mm. but my whole thing is i don't i don't mind driving all the way to a Kobe and doing things but sooner or later, yeah. Turn. Sooner or later, I'm gonna just if you you ain't even got to drive. I just want some gas money. Yeah. And we we get into arguments about that sometimes. And she be like, I do, and I'm like, Nah, you did it. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you did it. Or like we go out to eat. And I don't mind taking her out to eat. Like I love I like to eat as much. You like to eat. But you know, every once in a while, I want to be taken out to eat. Like you know what I'm saying, I I just want to be able to feel appreciated for all that I do. And so that's why I feel like sixty forty is is sufficient. I can work with that, especially when you get married. Like if if, if I'm married and I got a wife, especially like if if she want to stay home for the first few years, I got you. Don't yeah. worry about that. All of that. But when we eventually get when we eventually get back right, I say sixty forty because if you don't want to do fifty fifty, I'm cool with that. Sixty forty, I'm the man. I can deal with sixty forty. But when we start talking about like seventy thirty, eighty twenty. 
And then I see you out here with these Michael Kors bags, and I'm out here, you know, just wearing these regular FUBUs and stuff like this, this felines, and I'm here going like, you got all this hey, stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you out here doing all this stuff, and I'm out here providing. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's going on. We supposed to be one. Like, where is the money going to? Well, something funny, man. So, like, and this can, this is going to sound crazy as hell, but, um, like, two years ago, man, I adopted this mindset, right? So, you said it yourself. You like to eat, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like companions. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes I don't mind paying this whatever, mm-hmm. right? Now, if I notice that I'm doing more than somebody else is doing, what you do, you adapt to the situation, right? So, mm-hmm. You just said it. I like to eat. So I'm going to take myself out to eat. It's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. And sometimes I like companionship. So there, that that way I took I took emotions out of the equation altogether. Okay. Because if I'm doing something consistently, like at the end of the day, I don't ever want somebody to feel like I'm obligated to do something for them. I'm obligated to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not obligated to do something for you. And I don't want you to feel like you're obligated to do something for me. Okay. I want you to be honest with me up front. There are some people in this world that they don't feel that their way of showing affection is doing that, mm-hmm. right? Now, what you need is you want you would like that appreciation. Exactly. Now, the way that you fulfill that yourself is by doing it yourself because nobody can appreciate uh-huh. you better than you. That's you right. You know what I'm saying? You're so, right. like, that's why I adopted that mindset because I used to feel that way too. Like, dang, man, I'm doing all this. I ain't getting this in return, yada, yada, yada. Nah, take them emotions out of the equation. You know what? I like to eat, and sometimes I like companionship. So on them sometimes that I actually want some companionship, hey, come on, I got you. Don't even worry about it. So then next time when I go out, I'm not going to feel bad because I did this. Mm-hmm. For us, now I'm doing something for me. Me, exactly. I'm going to have to adopt that. I like that, man. Yeah. I like I like that. Bro, I'm about to, honestly, I'm about to go through that now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times... Me living with my girl is like, uh, like not being like, I don't like living with my girl, but sometimes it's like, I feel guilty because there are certain things that I want to do with my career and there are certain things that I want to, that I want to be able to just do Mm -hmm. to free my mind and I can't do it because it's like, I already don't spend a lot of time with her because we live together. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh man. Now if I we live together, I can't spend the time with her. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta go figure out how to spend more time with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then that takes away time from other things that I'm willing to do. Now me moving out, me having my own crib, like I think about everything totally different. Like, yo, when I want to see her, it's sad to say, but I can go see her. Mm-hmm. I can make that time for her. Exactly. I can appreciate her the way she want to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. When I got stuff I got to get done, I'm not going to feel bad because that person's not staring dead at me. Exactly. Talking to me about how they feel about it. Exactly. So. All right. You, you brought up you brought up the next point. So we talked about a provider, right? How did you get into that role? Like, what did you have to what did you have to do to prepare yourself to get into that role? And what mindset did you have to be in? And I know you have an album coming out called Growing Pains. What growing pains did you have to work through? Man, so like. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it a bean with you, bro. That's a part of my album. Okay. So it's like I don't want to give too much. You don't got to give too much away. Nah, it's cool, man. Cause that that's what make albums mm-hmm. albums. That's what make them fun. So um, honestly, I was not ready for that. You know, like I just met a girl. You know, I liked her and stuff. And you know, then 
like I told you before, situations happen to where it's like they're unexpected, and it's just like as a man, sometimes you just got to step up to the plate. Like, all right, you said you really like me, but how much do you like me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then when you move in with somebody, now nah, it's like, oh, snap. I can't just, my boy can't call me at 12 o'clock at night and be nah. like, hey, slide <laughs> to the studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, my home, I can't just be at the basketball court eight, nine, ten hours a day. It's like, I have to, I have to give some and to get some. So, that's the one thing that I adopted was like that 50-50 mentality mm-hmm. of like, all right, I can give you 50% of myself and then save some for me. So that way I don't feel like I'm giving you everything right now. Because mm-hmm. I know if I felt like I was giving you everything right now, it's just, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's just too much. Too no, much. I feel you. Too much sometimes. I feel you. Boy, man, listen, like, you told me the situation. I'm thinking back in my head, like, this boy crazy because there's no way in the world I would. I know I wasn't ready. I wouldn't. Nah, yeah, you got you got my respect on that because I would have been like, look, sweetheart, I like you. We have to figure something, something out because. Uh, <laughs> like I said, man, sometimes you got to, like, you just got to do what you got to do. It's really like if you if you really care about somebody and you really want to see where something goes as a man, you're going to do what you got to do. Cause I think it like at the end of the day, like, what was I doing before I met her? I feel you. You know, mm-hmm. and I think like the biggest thing with it is like just trusting in God. Like, yeah, take of, that leap. Of, yeah, take that leap of faith. That was bro, the big leap of faith, bro. Bro, a lot of times, and you know what happened, bro? It really worked out in my favor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing about God, man. Like, God is God is so good because like a lot of times He gives you blessings before you even realize. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because just around that time, like, all my homeboys left. So I was living with my homeboys at the time. Like, we was paying bills together. And then all my homeboys just moved all of a sudden. He, he was he was clearing them out the way so your blessing could come through. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, unexpectedly, all my homeboys are, mo- are gone now. So I would have been on my own mm-hmm. if I hadn't, you know, been mm-hmm. with her type of stuff. Not emotionally, but financially, mm-hmm. I would have been messed up. Not well, you know what we was making mm-hmm. that conversion. Like, <laughs> we wasn't making enough money. Not really. You know what I'm saying? I so you I'd have been I'd have been SOL, to be honest. And then by me and her getting together, we got our own crib and was just like, yo, this is helping both of us financially. And we didn't even see it coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We didn't even see what would have happened from it. So honestly, I'm glad that I made that move and I'm glad that I trusted God in that process because I didn't know what was gonna happen. So, uh, this this is already, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this. But with that happening, that did that make your relationship stronger? Um, I could say it, I could say it did because we got to learn different parts of each other. Mm-hmm. But I also can say it had it has a reverse effect, right? And when I say reverse effect, it makes you stronger and more connected with somebody. But it also set, it also causes like expectations to come faster than what you were ready for, mm-hmm. right? So me and her get into an argument a lot of times about marriage and kids. Now this is the thing, and I don't understand why women do this, but you know it's just women, I guess. That's just how their minds are set up. But I feel like younger women always put a timeline on when they need to have kids and when they need to have babies. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Now, me as a man, like, I'm 25, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, make sure 
like I just got in a, in a really good career, mm-hmm. and then I'm also trying to take off my music career, mm-hmm. right? And so like I'm still in school, still learning. I'm st- I want to travel. I want to be able when I have kids, I want to be able to share my experiences with my kids. Mm-hmm. Like this is the thing, right? Most people live to have kids instead of having kids and living with them. Exactly. So I want you to think about that. I just lived my whole life to have a kid. And then some people live their life with their kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Now which person is the is is going to have a more successful relationship with their kids? The person that's living their life with their kids. You think so? I think so. Okay, so so let me put it like this. Me living my life to have a kid is me going out and saying to myself, you know what? I'm going to do everything that I want to do right now mm-hmm. so that then when I have a kid, I can, when, when I take them to go do this, I can be like, hey, son, look, okay, I came I see. here to France in, in 2024. I see how you spent and this part. I taught, I, I looked here. Oh, son, here, come on. I'm going to show you how, I'm going to show you this real quick, right? Instead, mm-hmm. me and my son going to France for the first time, I can't get a full enjoyment out of that. I agree. It's I, like, all right. I see where it's you're like coming from. You see this. all these kids at Disney World. These kids is one, three months years old, still rolling around in strollers. Mm-hmm. Half of them don't even remember yeah, what's not going remember on. That. You're right. Only reason why you came was because your parents wanted you there. You the, right. Your parents wanted to be here. Now they can't ride roller coasters. You're not having a good time. <laughs> Y'all taking all these unnecessary pictures and stuff like. I see. I see where you coming from. You right. Yeah, I, I didn't look at it like that. I see where you coming from. You see what I'm saying? I see what you so saying. So like for me, when when I'm talking to my girl and she's like, "Yeah, I want to have kids by 26. I want to get married before I'm 30." I'm like, "Man, what you talking about? We still living our best life. Mm-hmm. When we 30, we should be in our career. Mm-hmm. You know, like 35, 36 is when we should start slowing down. Mm-hmm. 40, getting close to 50, we should start retiring." Mm-hmm. Kids probably in between 36 Like Alright now you pushing it That's a little old <laughs> nah, I'm 32 I'm about to be 30 So I can Like it may It may be 36 for me The way things are going It may Bro, just be 36 think about this man Technology is changing People are living older Times are different You right Times are different They're Like The age gap On when to have a kid Is The time is different mm-hmm. I feel like You're more prepared like, there is no preparation to have a kid, but I would rather be a 35, 36-year-old having a kid than I would be a 26. I'm still learning about I feel myself. You. I feel you on that. By 35, if I ain't really figured out what I'm trying to do in life, mm-hmm. <laughs> got stuff together, <laughs> settled in, I need to reevaluate <laughs> my life. <laughs> no, I feel you. You're right. I like the way The way you spent it, uh, the way the way you explained it, I see exactly where you're coming from. Because I do feel like nowadays, it's a lot of young it's, it's a lot of young parents out here. Oh, so then, God. therefore, they're not really enjoying themselves. So therefore, like when they get older, it's like, dang, like I don't regret having my kid, but I wish I would have my kid later. I wish I would enjoy life. Bro, I had those conversations with my mom so often, bro. Where she's like, you know how many opportunities I sacrificed because of you and your sister. Not just guilt trip me, but she just mm-hmm. being real, like. Yo, I could have done this with my life. It's careers out there that you can't do sometimes when you have kids. Exactly. Like, I'm a I'm a manager, right? I got I'm I'm the youngest person on my team. Let's just put it like that. I'm over people that's in their thirties, forties, mm-hmm. like I'm their boss. 
They got two, three kids. They tell they telling me like, yeah, I can't do this because you know I got kids. Mm-hmm. I can't. I gotta make sure I got this set up. Dang, that's horrible. I'm not saying it, but I'm with you when you're right. But I have to be real. Like in my mind, I'm like, they sound sad. <laughs> I want to be at that point in my life where I tell somebody like, "Yo, man, like, hey, I can't slide because I got the kids tonight." But everything girl, copacetic. Man. Mm-hmm. I don't sound sad. Mm-hmm. These dudes sound like they heartbroken. Nah, I can't slide, man. I don't got a babysitter. I gotta... <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm not trying to do that. All right, so let's talk about this. Should there be rules and regulations to providing like any requirements? Ooh, what do you mean by that? Go like, into detail for me. Okay, so like some guys, for example, as a stay-at-home mom, I'll give you perfect examples. I was talking to this at work today because I was getting their opinions on this, and I was like, okay, so if you're a stay-at-home mom and he's bringing home all the money. And he expects a home cooked meal by the time he gets home or at least started. Do y'all think that's fair? They said no. Because this is why they said no. And when it, when they said no, it made a little bit of sense, but I could see both sides of it. They was like, they was like, just because I'm staying home with the kids doesn't mean that's not a full time job within itself. I gotta make sure they're straight. I gotta make sure the house is right. If they got homework, if I'm homeschooling them, helping them with the homework. I'm making sure they're put. I'm making sure they're put to bed while you at work. I'm the one dealing with them and making sure the house is up kept. So that's a full time job. So maybe by the time you, maybe by the time you get home, I'm tired. So maybe I'm where I don't want to have a, a full. I don't, maybe I don't have the meal ready. I understood where they're coming from, but my rebuttal is: if you know all of this, manage your time just a little bit better. Especially if I'm the one bringing home all the money. And you know what's funny? Like, you made a great point. Like, okay, so so you're telling me that's your full-time job, right? Mm-hmm. My full-time job is to go to work every day, manage all the demands that my boss sets on me in a certain amount of time in order to, you know, make sure I get everything done. I mm-hmm. have that short amount of time, right? If that's your job, and that's what you're saying is your job, a, a part of your job as my wife is to have my dinner ready. <laughs> now I'm just now I'm not I'm not talking from like an emotional standpoint right now. I'm talking about a business standpoint, mm-hmm. right? So if if this is your job and this is your career, this is how you feed yourself, right? Because the reason why we go to work is in order to Eat. supplement something, mm-hmm. right? So if this is your job and this is your full time career that you've dedicated yourself to, a requirement of that is to be a stay at home mom and to be a stay at home wife. Is to have that dinner ready. And if you're not fulfilling all of your mans, do you think that you're performing your job adequately? No, you're right. Now, if I'm running a business and I'm hiring you to be that, you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Not from an emotional standpoint. You factor in all those things and you're going to say, oh, man, this, that, and the third. You don't appreciate me. Okay, that's fine. That's emotions. But let's take emotions out of it because when I have to pay the bills every month, when I have to pay... Duke Energy, when I got to pay Spectrum, when I got to pay the mortgage, when I got to figure out how we going to pay your five car notes that we got because, <laughs> you know, we got like six kids. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out how we going to come up with a college fund. Ain't nobody going to feel emotional for me. They, nah, what are they right. going to say? Wait, I'm going to go to them. Oh, man, I was tired, man. I ain't had the money. I just ain't get a chance to do it. You know, it was a... Uh. <laughs> You're right. That's what they going to say? <laughs> They're going to be like, sir, well, you just got to come back. Are they going to kick us out? Uh-huh. 
I feel you on that. I do feel you on that. <laughs> you can see I your mean, face right now. The, I, I mean, if I buy the food, I expect you to cook it. I feel you. That's real. Now, I will say there'd be times where if I know you're tired, I'll, I'll make sure I'll cook and make sure if I have, you know what I'm saying, I'll, I'll cook, make sure everything is straight. But for the most part, if I'm coming home, bringing home the money, and I'm making sure you're straight, like, especially with, like, for example, some of these NBA players, like, I don't know how they do it. Like, if I'm really bringing home all the money, living you live this lavish lifestyle, I don't feel like I should hear a peep out of you. Like, as far as to, like, if I'm bringing home that much money, the least you can do is be a full-time office. You don't got to worry about nothing. You're not paying nothing. You probably forgot what it feels like to work. Well, my thing behind that is, like, okay, because I, I don't, and ladies, I don't want to sound like y'all indentured servants. Cause that that's how it sounds, right? But just just vibe with me here for a second. Take yourself out of the emotions right now, and really just think on it from a business perspective. If we run in a business, and this is your, and we hire you to do a job, and this is your requirements within that job, don't you think it should be fulfilled? Not from from an emotional standpoint, as a man. We do understand the due diligence that you have and, and the, the, the some of the things that you have to do as far as a mom and, you know, going through the daily struggles of raising a kid. And that's that's understandable. But at the same time, it's a business. <laughs> and if the business is going to run, in order for me to be at my full potential, I need the mail. You're right. This is what it is. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like... I'll give my parents for an example. Like, they both work. But by the time my dad comes home, my mom either is cooking food or already has food ready. So, therefore, like, once again, it goes about how, how he was brought up. So, therefore, like, when I get married, that's, like, how my mindset is. Like, if my mom can do it and she's working a full-time job, you can do it. And like, I watch you know my grandma cook three meals a day, bro. My grandpa used to come home. He used to have breakfast before he leave, mm-hmm. right? She used to have a sausage with the grits and the egg. <laughs> feel me? He used to get come home for lunch. She used to have lunch ready. I'm talking about brand new meal, not no regular, regular, brand new meal. Then he get off. She cooking dinner, three meals, three course meals a day, and she still worried. So like it's it's possible. It's just nowadays is a different time. Mm-hmm. Girls don't, why women don't don't look at things the same way. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not required. <laughs> it's not an expectation. All right, so I'm going to ask you this last question, then we're going to wrap it up. All right. Is a man any less of a man if he can't provide? Nah. Because it's, it's really just about what he's, it's about what a, like you're what makes you a man is what makes you. Mm-hmm. And that may sound funny, but what I mean by that is each man is a different kind of man and each man is a man in a different way. And what he goes through in his life is what's going to make him into that man that he is. So as a woman, in order for him to be able to provide for you, because not it's not just always about providing financially, it's about providing emotionally. In order for him to be able to provide for you, you have to learn how to accept him for his struggle as well as accept him for who he is. And once you accept him for those two things and don't go into the situation looking at what he could be, but realize what he is, 
you get the most out of that man and then he'll provide for you in the way that you need providing for. Because there are some women out there who are strong women mm -hmm. who don't need the financial providing, but mm -hmm. they need the emotional providing. Uh -huh. So just because he's broken the pockets doesn't mean he's broken his heart. I feel you on that. I do feel like at some point, like, women think so much more of the financial aspect that they don't think of the emotional aspect of it. And, like, I just, uh, like, I'll give you, like, one of my um, friends on Twitter was saying that all these men in your inbox always sitting her up saying, I could give you the dick. But at the same time, when her dad's in the hospital or she had a bad day at work, she needs that emotional support and they can't give that to her. Mm. So, I, I, you're right on that. It's, yeah. it's real, man. You're right but, on that. But, see, this is the thing, too, man. Like, women are so fickle sometimes because, like, some like they tell you that they want all of these things, but they want like a what's that? What's that Barbie doll dude? Ken. Yeah, they want, a, <laughs> they want a Ken, bro. They want to be able to build him a Ken. Mm -hmm. Like they like people be caught in fantasies sometimes, and they got to come back to to Earth, man. Like like humans are imperfect, mm -hmm. and you got to be accepting of the imperfections. You know what I'm saying? You got to love the imperfections. You can't just love everything that you want and then cancel out all the bad stuff, like. As a woman and man, we got to learn to love the imperfections. And if you can't love the imperfections of somebody, that person just might not be for you. No, I agree. I agree. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap it up. This is going to be episode seven, Thoughts of an Average Show podcast. I want to appreciate my man, Xavier, coming on. Yeah. Uh, definitely follow me on, follow the, the Twitter, the TOAJ podcast, the Instagram, the Average Show Thoughts podcast. Um, you can email me thoughts of an average Joe podcast at gmail.com. You can like, subscribe, rate me on iTunes. Just share it, man. I appreciate it. You want to put your social media handle on there? Yeah, y'all. I go by the name of Zay. Um, you can find me on Instagram double L underscore Zay. Uh, that's D O U B L E L underscore Z A Y. Um, live life. That's my brand. That's our what we represent. Um, I'll be coming out with you know my first single real soon in um, April. Uh, you know, I really hope you guys enjoy. Um, T will probably give y'all a little sneak peek or something, man. But you never know what's in store. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm do y'all solid. This man, you understand. This man can sing. When I first heard him sing, I'm like, <laughs> "Hold on, this is you!" Like, <laughs> so right when I end this show, I'm gonna let y'all hear a sneak peek of one of his songs for his album, man. Like, I'm telling you right now, I can't wait for this to drop. Because soon as it drops, <laughs> like he he sent me a sample. And I've been playing it every day, bro. Like, I'm just sitting there going like, yo, I've been telling this man for like the last year and a half, like, bro, like, when you going, when you, when you, when you dropping this, bro? Like, when you dropping this? <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Much so, love. All right, y'all. It's going to wrap it up. You about to hear, you about to hear a sneak peek of his album. Peace. Baby, I surrender Baby, I surrender Bullshit. To be honest, I've been burning with your conscience. Got the body of an angel, see the danger of a player, so you cautious. I can dig it, it's your mission to be distant. I ain't tripping, no. I'm persistent with this vision, see the diamonds on you dripping, having kids and wiping fences. I'm just saying, baby. What's the chance? What's the chance of your hand, baby? This all season, baby. That's the reason, baby. I ain't trying to be facetious. I'm just saying, baby. This my plan. Let me show you the difference between a boy and man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up, wait a minute, who is that? There's a million pretty girls, and that's a fact. Uh, woke up in a drink, and someone pinched me. I think I might.